the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, as we enter into this Sunday, the first Sunday of Lent, we ask you to open our hearts to be converted, to desire to enter a season of prayer, or fasting, almsgiving, for the glory of your name, and for the conversion of our own souls. Amen. Last week I was preaching about the, the temptations that can come very, the, the base temptations of, of life that come to all humans, of, in pleasure, in money, and in power. As we enter into the first Sunday of Lent, today is the first Sunday of Lent, Lord, tomorrow we start fasting, but this is the first Sunday of Lent, then we have you know, seven weeks of fasting, of, of entering into the season. You know, the Church and Her Wisdom, kind of every single year, we're refocusing back on God. Every single, year, every single year, we're refocusing back on the spiritual life, trying to detach ourselves from just the pleasures of the world and growing back in the love of God. It really is a, uh, a crazy time of year, but a very beautiful time of year. So my prayer for you as we enter into the season is to really see, like, where is God asking us to, to take Lent serious? Yesterday with the, the first communicants, you know, I was going class to class, and I was, I don't know if they were joking, but I was honestly disappointed, like, of their reaction. I was like, what are you guys doing for Lent? You know, one kid was like, I'm going to give up cucumbers. I was like, cucumbers? Right? And, like, a handful of kids took it serious, the other handful, like, but really they were just kind of, like, not taking it serious. Reminds me of a buddy of mine. He had, so he was, a, he was a store guy. So people work in stores, kind of like, whatever, he's a store guy. So for the longest time, he smoked Newports and drank cognac. And his doctor was like, listen, you've got to be better. It's unhealthy, you know. So he really had a conversion of heart. So now he smokes marbles and drinks tequila, right? So he, like, completely changed his life. So, but he didn't. And I tease him about it all the time. And we can't do that. We have to take, we have to take life more serious, especially, especially, especially for Lent. So let's enter into it. So where we have the, the temptations of pleasure, money, and power in the gospel today was the temptation from the devil of Jesus, of the bread, or of the riches, or of the, of the, the tempting God to jump off of the temple. And we have to respond to that. We have to respond to the temptations of the world with fasting, almsgiving, and with prayer. Let's think about fasting. Have you guys thought about your Lent yet? What are you doing for Lent? Right? We could fast. We were called as a church to fast from meat the first, middle, and last week of Lent. We can do more. Right? We can do a lot more. Think of like if you were to miss a meal. Right? You don't have to eat three square meals a day. What if you skip lunch every day or something like that? How about coffee? Who here drinks coffee? Any takers? All right. Who here drinks coffee before they talk to anybody out of kindness? Anybody? All right, Mr. Pete. Good. Give up coffee. You can do it. Give up tea, alcohol, pop. What if you went to go a little more intense even with it and you'd say, I'm not even going to give up a specific drink. I'm only going to drink water. So there's nothing. You can't, can't do tea, can't do coffee, can't do nothing. Just water. At night you want, you want a cup of coffee? Drink warm water. And just sip on warm water. It's a, it's, it's, it's a detachment from the pleasures of this world because we think the, the mind, the temptation of the mind really is that like, okay, I need these things. I need my coffee. I need breakfast. I have to eat dinner. No, you don't. You would survive. And you would be just fine without it. The goal is to detach yourself from it. Or if you have the body type to be able to do this, consider doing a 24-hour fast every week. Pick a day and say, this day I'm not going to eat at all until the next day. Don't do Fridays of Lent because we have our fish fry. And I want you to come and have our fish fry. <laughs> but do like Wednesday. right? Or do like Thursday from like 6 p.m. until Friday at 6 p.m. A 24-hour fast. Be hungry a little bit during Lent. It's okay to do that. Think about sleep. Who here sleeps? 
by half the church. You guys are early risers. Maybe this won't be a good one for you. What if you gave up the snooze alarm? What if you slept on the floor for Fridays of Lent or for all of Lent? If you're married, maybe discuss it with your spouse before doing it. But it's a, it's a doable thing. You know, one of, the nine, one of the Exodus 90 things is cold showers. It's funny how when I mention like cold showers, people, they think I'm like crazy. Like cold shower. I'm like, okay, don't eat for like two days. I can do a 48 hour fast. Okay, take a cold shower. I can't take a cold. I need my warm shower. I don't think you need anything that we think we need. It's doable. It might be challenging. It might be uncomfortable, but that's doable, right? The modern day of, of uh, the other pleasures of this world. Think of a television, social media, streaming. Here's a challenge for all of you. You got like, the early risers in the morning. Okay, what if you, for the entirety of Lent, maybe this isn't you, maybe it is, I don't know, gave up the news. You just didn't watch the news. You didn't read the news. You just didn't care about politics or the world economy for seven weeks. I guarantee it would still move on without you stressing about it, right? But we're attached to it. We feel attached to these things and they can steal our peace very easily. And the thing is, if you do let right, what can happen is our fasting can lead into our almsgiving, right? How much is a carton of eggs? 500 bucks? What's that these days? 15 bucks? I don't know. I don't buy eggs. Seven dollars? Eight dollars? It's a lot of money. Last year was what? Four? It was like half? Okay. So what if you just didn't eat eggs? I don't know, right? Or you didn't go out to eat. You go out to eat. You go out with you and your spouse, you and some friends. You're spending a minimum of what? 50 bucks a person? Higher? Let's just say 50 for a nice round number that I can actually calculate here, right? Let's say twice a week you don't go out. Twice a week you skip a meal. That's 100 bucks a week. At the end of Lent, you will have had $700 that you have saved by just simply skipping a couple meals. You take that money and you give it to something. You give it to the earthquake victims. You give it to the poor. We're building an adoration chapel. You give it for that purpose. Whatever it is, like you can do all these things. Your fasting can very easily lead into your almsgiving. And then, what should also be part of Lent always, is prayer. The temptation, sometimes people say, well, I'm not giving up or doing anything for Lent. I'm just, I'm just adding for Lent. I would caution against that. Why? Jesus says, and elsewhere in the Gospel, not this Gospel, He says, when you fast, do this. He doesn't say if. It's a when. We're called as Christians, as followers of Jesus, to enter into seasons of fasting. But also, when you pray, when you give alms, he says all these things. It's the when. So when you pray, and I really feel like as, as, as Christians, the, the modern day is crazy. You know, we're always working. There's always something going on. You're in school. You have exams. You have studies. You have parents. You have this. It never stops. Your mind never stops. But if you can't add in a daily rosary into your life, your life is imbalanced. Well, you're doing something wrong. It's not that challenging to pray a rosary every day or to pray a, a chapter of the gospel every day or to listen to Bible in a year or catechism in a year or add a divine mercy chaplet. We can do these things. Every Thursday we have adoration here in, in the church from the 10 a.m. Mass until 10 p.m. In the grotto we have adoration all day, every day. There's no reason why throughout the entirety of Lent every single person in this church can't stop into the grotto every single day, even if it's just for two minutes. We could do it. If it was required of us, if, it was, if we were getting paid to do it, it would happen. And the season of Lent is calling us, is drawing us to enter into a deeper relationship with God. And part of that is prayer. So fasting, almsgiving, and prayer. Now, 
What happens for those who are maybe on the fringe of, the, of Christianity, those from the outside, your critics, everybody has that one uncle who thinks he's smarter than everybody, who criticizes you for fasting, is like, oh, you people and your fasting, the only reason they let you eat fish during the Fridays of Lent is because the fish market and the church had money. Okay, 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 okay I'm gonna thank you. Right, just kind of quiet, quiet them down. But the biggest criticism, and I almost agree with it, is that you church people, right, you fast, you do all these things, but how's your heart? You need to forgive. You don't even forgive your brother. Why even fast? No, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. We should. Think about your own heart. Let's do a little exercise. Everybody close your eyes. Think of a time in your life where somebody really hurt you. Just hurt you. What they said, what they did, what they didn't say, what they didn't do, they just they hurt you, it bothered you to this point, even to now, you have a wound in your heart, you have anger in your heart, you have a frustration, you're trying, but it's, it's still there. You have it? If you haven't experienced this, you live under a rock. Right? It's a part of life. All right, open your eyes. That person needs your mercy. Right? That person needs you to forgive, you to forgive them. Right? That's an important part of life. That's what we have to do as Christians. Now, let's try this again. Close your eyes. Think of a time where you hurt somebody where you said something to somebody that you shouldn't have, you did something to somebody that you shouldn't have, you didn't say something that you should have, or you didn't do something you should have, and you really hurt somebody else. You offended them, you hurt them, you embarrassed them, whatever. Think of those times. All right, now open your eyes. St. Paul says today in Ephesians, we have to forgive others because Christ first forgave us. Right? There are, the nature of humanity, the nature of any relationship in life is you're going to either be hurt or you are going to hurt somebody else. We're all fallen creatures. I think of the times in my life where I've said something to somebody I shouldn't have and I really hurt that person. And they were so hurt, especially as a priest, like I hurt their faith because I really should have been more careful of what I was saying or what I was doing or what I wasn't saying, what I wasn't doing. We all fall short of the kingdom. None of us are the savior. You have a savior. So what do we do first? First, we get to confession. We get and receive the mercy of God. We have confession here at St. Thomas every Thursday at 9 p.m., every Saturday at 4.15 p.m., every Sunday at 9.15 a.m. We're going to have confession services during Holy Week. There's opportunities to make your peace with God, to give your sins to God and be forgiven. And then ask forgiveness for those whom you have hurt. And then, forgive those who have hurt you. This is part of the Christian life. So this Lent needs to be perfect. <clears throat> As we heard in, I'll conclude here. We heard in Exodus, Moses, for 40 days and 40, night, 40 nights, was with God. And in these times, day in, day out, day in, day out, 40 days, he changed. He changed to the point where people couldn't even look at him. People per se, didn't even recognize him. When we look in the mirror, when we think of this time of Lent, the church and her wisdom gives us this time to enter into serious, take fasting serious, don't joke with God, don't mess with God. I'm going to give up cucumbers, I hate cucumbers. I'm going to give up chocolate, but I'm going to eat Skittles. I'm going to give up alcohol, but I'm going to drink more coffee. Whatever it is, we want to take Lent serious with our fasting, with our almsgiving. Be generous to God, be generous to those who are in need, and with, especially with our prayer. So that 
this time, seven weeks from now, at the Feast of the Resurrection of Jesus, at the Feast of Easter, you'll look back at this day and say, I'm different. I allowed God to change me. I allowed my actions, which were attaching myself to this world. I need my coffee. I need to stream. I need social media. I need this money. And in reality, we don't. We can detach more from earthly things and attach more from godly things and be different. Amen.